You are listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill Podcast, a podcast in which friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode 14 for February 2014. Don't lick the serpent. And our Dungeon Master, as always, Scott McNulty. Hello. Thank you for uh, playing d and I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Uh, so are we... Let's let's introduce our characters once again, shall we? And we'll start in random order of these index cards that I have. Uh, Steve, who do you play? I am Kachka Khan. Well, just Kachka, really. Uh, a bard of some renown and also a bug. <laughs> of some renown. And That's also true. a female. Oh, Jason? I am Jason Snell, and I play Carlos Danger Dwarf, who is a mull. Dwarf is a family name. And he is a fighter and likes to chop at things and is not subtle. That is That's true. That's me. Uh, Ren. Hi. I am playing Anna Striana, um, who just goes by Anna, and she is the closest thing to a magic user that Dark Sun has, which is to say not very magical. Not magical at all. <laughs> no, 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 no magic now here. Now what? Lots of uh, lucky things. <laughs> what? Uh, Dan. Uh, I am playing Astron, the Minotaur, who is not quite sure if he should have fallen in with this disreputable band. <laughs> Probably Hey, not. we saved you out in the desert. Don't complain. And, I mean, then you dragged me into this underground vault and there were bad things there. I, maybe the desert wouldn't have been so bad. <laughs> well, it's too late now. It is too late. Uh, and Tony. Uh, I am playing Regdar, who is just a totally normal dude. Not magic. Not just magic. Also not magic. Definitely not magic. That would totally be bad because that's outlawed. He is literate. So normal in the same way that Anna is normal. Yeah, which is to say, don't pay any attention. To what's Completely going on over here. unremarkable. <laughs> Extra human normal. Yeah. That's right. Human blanks. And so our our adventuring band. When last we saw them, they were in the uh, the what is it? The face of the mountain? No, that's not what it's called. What is it called? <laughs> I don't know, Dungeon Master. Yeah, who's Where running this you podcast? Ah, you tell face, us. Face in the stone. You're in the face of the stone. Uh, on on an errand from House Sham. And when last we met, you encountered uh, you found a chamber with uh, like a table of some sort that you had never seen before. And on the table was an uh, an orb and a chalice. Before the table was a kneeling uh, thing. You weren't sure what it was. You went in. He the the thing turned out to be a skeleton that collapsed, and you were attacked by some sort of undead apparition. Uh, and I think Anna has the orb, and Ketchka has the chalice. Is that right? Yes, I do. You can All use right. it at the pub. Very good. And then after the, after defeating this undead apparition, you. Uh, sallied forth into the storm seat, where uh, which featured a bone construct sitting on a throne, just minding oh, yeah, its that. own business. Uh, but there were also four pillars that were designed to hurl you into a cauldron that was whispering creepy things and doing bad things to you. Um, if you fell yes, into do. the cauldron, which in fact, uh, I think um, Astron was in there for a while. Briefly. Yes, he was. Briefly. Made a brief sojourn. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, you defeat the bone construct, you boogied on out of that, and now you are in a hallway, as you can see, b- 
before you in roll 20. Uh, are we you... south of the bone construct room? I've forgotten which way we came from. You are... Let me look at the whole map first. I believe we are south of it. Yes. In fact, you are. Excellent. So you can see before you there is a room that is illuminated. Uh, it seems like a weird flickering illumination. Um, and you sense that there are also two hallways to the left and the right. But you, you know, you can see the kind of the doorways. So there are three doorways. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Three whole doorways? Are they passageways or are there doors set into those? Uh, these are all open. Okay. Hey, Astron, why don't you uh, mosey forward a little bit and just see see what you can see? I just peek around the corner. Anna has her cool floating eye that she oh, can yeah. send out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, we don't even need floating you. Floating eye. We don't even need you. We're such wusses now. <laughs> well, <laughs> what happened to oh, the send the floating eye everywhere. Send the floating adventures. eye. All right, so let's see. Are you going to cast Five your floating squares. eye? I am. You get one tattoo in a back alley after a whooping, and you just suddenly become gun shy. Exciting. Well, on his, <laughs> on his eye, sneaks out. Hangs out. Uh, I so are, is uh, Anna's eye looking down both of the corridors? Yes. All right. So we will do this one at a time. Uh, so the corridor that I am revealing now has uh, an urn at the end of it. And uh, oh, I'm on the wrong page. <laughs> and uh, it's 25 feet long and it's decor. The floor tiles are decorated. Uh, with um, a coiling snake graphic, and there's a sealed urn that stands at the back of both of the halls, actually. Oh, delightful. These so they, they both like have. We want to go down. They have uh, both urns at the end of it, and both of them have the same coiled serpent design. Uh, one is in black, and one is in green. So the well, one. These sound like fascinating archaeological relics. Regdar is going to wander forward. <laughs> Oh, no. Your pottery fetish is going to kill us one of these days. Regdar is in uh, the the hallway that has the green uh, dragon. Uh, not dragon. Green uh, snake. Serpent. Serpent. Yes. Is, that's it. Yep. So I have ventured to the west. You have. And so, you. what are you going to do? Uh, I would like to inspect this uh, serpent. It's, it's a design in the tiles on the floor. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, no, well, as you lean down to okay, look It was it, a design, now it's a living serpent <laughs> eating me? No, it, it's a design, but it isn't made of tiles. It's not in the floor. You notice that it's been painted on top of the floor. Uh, and you can't really Vandals. tell... If you want to spend a little bit of time, you could probably figure out what it, what it I would, was. I would love to do that. Would that be like a perception, or would that be more like a history? Uh, why don't we say perception? All right. First roll of the night, and... Oh, 18, uh, which helps because my perception is only a 1, so that would be 19 total. Excellent. Regdar takes a few moments. He's kind of, he, he squats down and inspects the design. Uh, maybe he scratches it a little bit. And oh, he notices great. that it's... Uh, Scratch and sniff. Lick it. It is, he thinks it is thickened snake venom as opposed to oh, don't paint. don't lick it. Uh, it's dark green, and it's not animating and attacking you. Uh, you do notice as you're on the ground kind of scoping out the design that there is something uh, written in the ground in uh, this script that you can Don't lick read. the serpent! 
You recognize it though, because Regdar's pretty smart. He recognizes it. That's just a general rule of thumb, I think. As the, the the same kind of writing that you guys saw on that th- that altar with the button. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. that was, there was stuff written on so that you couldn't read. And it was in like abyssal or or something. It is in fact abyssal. Some dark tongue. Uh, rats. Yes. Uh, my literacy doesn't go that deep. It's mainly just you know figures A B C, but not dark tongue. I speak dust devil, but not abyssal. I don't know if somebody else would like to go check out what's going on in the other area or uh, maybe learn something about those urns, but that's probably enough for me for a little while. (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) die. So you see the stone, the urns are made of stone. You can see where you are from now that they're made of stone, uh, and they seem to have something written on them as well. Well, the one you're looking at uh, seems to have something written on it. Also in the same script, so you can't read it, but two distinct words. You could probably guess that it might be a name, since it's an urn. <laughs> Somebody who's got decent perception should go uh, just confirm the other uh, serpent, and uh, Anna might want to float her eye down the next part of the corridor so we can I see can what's going on to the south. My, my, my perception is in, poor. Mine's an eight, so I'll go take a look over here. It's hard to tell on these maps. Do these Are these hallways just like two squares wide and they just end? They are two squares wide, and they just end. So okay. the urns, which I don't know if you can... You, there's kind of an urny looking thing there. Uh, it's yeah, me! So that's Ernie. where it, it ends, I right after those it. squares. Uh, All right, so, I'm making a perception roll on that. Do it. I was trying to do it, and roll 20 decided it did not want to let me do it. I will oh. try again. It's because roll 20 says, you should roll real Oh, nice. God! <laughs> what have I done? I don't know what's happening. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> you rolled a terribleness. 20. Yes. So with a natural 20, you uh are you are one you are also like Ragdar, you you hunch down and take a look at the floor and look at the design, you kind of poke at it because I guess that's what minotaurs do when they're investigating things. Uh and you notice Aww. That, once again, it's not uh, a part of the floor, but it has been drawn on top of the floor. And you think it might be, at first glance, it seems like it would probably have been uh, maybe charcoal drawing. But, since you rolled a 20, you know for certain that it was not charcoal. Mm. And that it seems like someone used burned bones to draw this symbol on the floor. Uh, and Interesting. So you're right next to the urn, uh, so... You can also see that it looks very much like the other urn, which we haven't seen uh, in detail. Uh, but it also has uh, a word, well, two words written on it in uh, primordial script, as does the floor. The floor has more words than two. Uh, it seems like there's a phrase of some sort on the floor. Hmm. Um, and there you go. The urns, the urn seems, I don't know how, how what you want to do to the urn. It's just sitting there. It's made of stone. It looks fairly impressive. I'm thinking before we disturb any urns of any kind, we got to get the bearings on what's down the other end of the hall, down the far Seems end. Seems reasonable. Do, I sent my eye a little further down. Do All we right. know anything from about, you know, our experience in this in this in these tunnels so far? I mean, mm-hmm. is it likely that no, there will be objects of nothing. value in an urn, or is that more strictly in a, in a sarcophagi kind of situation here? Uh, well, you, you would know that people, you know, tend to perhaps be uh, cremated, and then they have... And they don't tend to be cremated with all their money. They're not cremated with their money, but they, they could sometimes. People put in, like, their favorite 
money item or yes their favorite monies uh astral diamonds <laughs> money uh, was his favorite that is a deep rich culture people learn to appreciate it that's right uh when you you put me in an urn please put my favorite things in it money uh so i mean it could be there could be something they are certainly large enough that there could be something in addition to uh the cremated remains which you assume are in there like a great big snake yeah, <laughs> not that large, but medium snake. Magic. How big? How big are these approximately? Uh, these the urns? Yeah. Are you yelling out and asking? <laughs> hey, how big are the urns? <laughs> you know, urn That's size. A idea. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're like maybe. Uh, right. I'll walk down the hall just so I can actually look. Okay. There we go. Go right ahead. I'm gonna stay here back here. Bigger than a bread box. They are bigger than a bread what's a, box. What's they're... a bread box? What's bread? <laughs> I'm sorry. Bigger than a tank jar? I, bigger than a sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> they are not bigger than a tank jar. Sorry, tank tanks are pretty big. Sizes. I can't believe you keep your tanks in a jar. You don't just the whole tank in the They're delicious nectar. It's for cank butter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thanks everybody for playing tonight. I'm disgusted and I must leave. The um, worst thing about cank butter is the smell. Oh. <laughs> Well, the, actually, the churning is the worst part. But oh. <laughs> the urns look as you look closer, you can tell that they are ornate. So you can, using some common sense, you think whoever is in you know in them uh, was uh, of importance to somebody. I appreciate when you don't uh, make us roll for common sense. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You, we we never really established what size it was. We got a little off. That that is true. So uh, we'll say it's like uh, a foot tall, right? Which is pretty big for an urn, I suppose. Uh, I've seen bigger. <laughs> and uh, it has a diameter of uh, 20 Athis inches. That is like a cubit? <laughs> it's it's half of a cubit. How uh, do those translate to our earth inches? <laughs> they are uh, identical to ah, our earth good, inches. Good. good to know. And they are very ornate. They are knots uh, with Dan's... Uh, 20. He's noticed that it's not attached to the floor, so you could move it if you'd like. Uh, move it! He notices also that uh, there are symbols that you've seen before at the where the altar was, so you can... And you know that a cult was is using this place, so you can assume that these were important members of the cult, perhaps, and they are being memorialized in these urns. Uh, and certainly the, the coiling serpent, you'll all remember, uh, when... Somebody sat in the stone, uh, the storm seat in the previous room. I think it was Ketchka, perhaps? That would be me, yeah. yeah and you, you saw that vision of a verdant Athis with a, a, a serpent-like thing frolicking oh, about. Oh, uh, lies. And so since Sometimes you've moved... Sometimes a serpent is just a serpent. believe the snake. <laughs> you've moved in so you can see the designs, and immediately that image of that serpent flashes in your head again, uh... As your memory pulls it up, it's not some strange magical thing that's right. happening. You're just remembering it. Reminiscences to be clear. of the bone throne. Exactly. Right. So there you go. Those are the urns. And uh, Ren, how? What is your um, eyes uh, area of sight? Um, it she is can see forever. Fi- within five squares of me, and it determines line of sight. So basically, wherever I. Whatever she could normally see if she were standing there. Ah, I gotcha. Which is... Do you have... What are you? Are you, are you a human? No, I am... 
some sort I keep of elf. To say it's a, yeah, it is a sun elf. Okay. Oh wait, that room is it is yeah. uh, fully um, illuminated. I forget. So your eye shows you. I uh, caramba. Uh, there are wide steps that lead down into a grand chamber. Crackling fire burns in two braziers that flank the stairs. The flames bathe the room in oddly inconsistent light, throwing shadows across a floor covered in skeletal and mummified humanoid remains. Hmm. So there you go. Steve, it's your braziers. Love those braziers. The whole room has a bunch of uh, corpses and, and skeletons on the floor, which I did not bother to put in here. But I'd say that's a bad sign. No, it's a good sign. It means they aren't likely to come to life. Corpsatoriums play an important role in historical societies. <laughs> and they are not moving. There's nothing. There's no movement. Nothing unusual about them whatsoever. Do they appear to have been defiled at some point? Um, well, they're all dead. <laughs> the form of defiling. <laughs> I guess so. The death of any human is a loss to all mankind. I know you wouldn't understand that because you're just like a big bug pack. But... <laughs> uh, yep, so there you go. That's what's in here. Should we investigate further? Mm, let's crazy. go home. Nah. I've, I've seen enough of this, you know. <laughs> it's all been done. No, we should we should probably push on. All right, I'll go. Push on what? I'll go on, into the room. On, onward, into the spooky. All right, so, Corpse, Dan, you first, uh, gotcha. your... We aren't going to uh, disturb an urn here? Oh, wait, yeah. What, what is everybody doing? So, Dan, uh, Regdar, not Regdar, uh... Astron, Dandar, Astron has entered the room. What is everybody else doing? I'm going to take a peek into the uh, the urn over here by the charred bone snake. Okay. Uh, which I think is less likely to contain an actual snake, since there is no snake venom in evidence. I'll take a look into this urn next to the, the urn number two. The uh, you know the snake right, so poison you're, stuff. You're, you're both looking at the urns. You can tell that the the um. The lids are not sealed, so you can open it if you like. Nice. All right, let's open it at the exact same time. You ready? All right. We make eye contact and we count down. All right. So, uh, uh, well, is it going to be on three, or is it three and then go? Or? <laughs> well, uh, first off, to confuse I said no, count three. down, so I assume that would start with three oh, and then two, see? one. This is even more okay, confusing. But do we open on one, or do we wait a beat after the one? I have then? already opened mine, and I'm looking oh. back. Oh, no. Man, you ruined it. All right, so <laughs> I'm looking at Kachka expectantly. As soon as uh, Regdar opens the urn, uh, he is subject to an attack. Uh, does uh, 15 versus Fortitude hit you, Regdar? That sounds pretty good. Um, I mean, for, for it, not for me. Uh, and it does, in fact, according to my card here. Well, I guess Why does he even ask if he's got your card there? Well, I, I forgot I had the card. Theater. Yeah, my fortitude is it's <laughs> yeah. a number that is lower than <laughs> 15. Mind. Uh, so you take 10 points of damage. That is on What kind of damage? Uh, Earn damage. Hurdy damage. damage. But I, save versus uh, earns. You could you could avoid it completely. You suffer in... You've suffered it's an just earning. It's kind air. of a. Uh, oh, uh, God. It's, it's, it's an attack of op earn tunity. Oh, dear. All of you are going to. No, no, no. Earn no. in hell. So it's just a magical pulse that kind of pushes you away, and uh, you notice. 
That's a hell of a push for 10 the points. The urn of has closed itself again. And uh, Ketchka, I'm assuming if you opened it at the same time. Uh, wait, no, he, he jumped ahead. I was just standing here. Uh, uh, all right, well then. If you don't want, if you so you got you to doing? three, and he's like, "Wait, do we say three or the easiest we get thrown against the wall?" And then I'm reconsidering like, oh, after seeing. I really hope mine push. doesn't do that. And then he, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stand back over a square or two away, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to open it with my uh, my stick, whatever that is called. Regdar, you're blind as well. My chachki. What? <laughs> Forever That's blind? what you get for Wait. defiling a Way tomb. to bury the lead. Well, incidentally, you're blind. Okay, so when right. you're, you you move to open... So this all happens very quickly. Regdar, the, the pulse goes off, and then catches, like, well, I'll just move away and knock it off with my uh, stick, because that seems like a good idea. Uh, and so a 21 versus Fortitude on Ketchka will oh, also delightful. hit. Yes, it does. And so you take... Also, 10 points of damage, and you are blinded. And as nice. this is happening simultaneously, uh, uh, Astron, you notice that the dead bodies leap up. Uh, well, some yep. of them. I shouldn't say. All I of noticed, them. like, just offhandedly. Yeah. It's not, it was very subtle, a subtle leaping up. It was you hear Regdar go, ah! And then the guys get up. They, they do get up. Uh, and I put them on the wrong layer. So I I'm starting to think we shouldn't touch anything. That's probably a good idea. See how I'm it's hiding in a museum. I'm still really interested in pottery, but I can't see it yep. anymore, so that'll work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fortunately, that guy's got his back to me, so it's all good. Uh, my mother always is, told me if I molested my snake urn too much, I would go blind, and it's come true. <laughs> Your mother's a wise, wise woman. Uh, so these guys one, all have these guys actually, all have mohawks or something. It's kind of cool, right? Uh-huh. I think that's exposed brain. It is uh, or mohawk zombies. Zombies. Well, they are. Only one of them is a zombie. Oh. Yeah, don't be so judgmental. How'd Astron get in there so fast? I walked in there while you guys were fooling around with urns. Do, 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 do. Go down these stairs, sir. Everything's going to be fine. Ah, zombies. All right. So, Dan, you. (laughs) I ain't afraid of no zombie. Astron, you. Next to you, you notice there uh, a scaled guardian, which is uh, basically, uh, I have no idea actually what a scaled guardian is, but it's an undead of some sort. Uh, We will assume it looks frightening, (laughs) Uh, is next to you. Uh, There are two in this room, and there is a zombie uh, all the way at the the, uh, southernmost wall there. That is a zombie. zombie. And the other two are uh, these scaled guardians uh so now we shall roll for an well actually they get a surprise round so they're going to attack you astron we never get a surprise round and oh how far how fast is zombies those guys are faster than i expected uh they are pretty fast so you are surrounded by two scaled guardians and they're going to uh, bite you. Oh. Bite, bite. Rude. Uh, 24 and a 21. Yeah. Both hit. So they, they both sink their teeth into you. Uh, one on your neck and the other in your shoulder. How rude. Nice. How rude. How rude. <laughs> uh, you take seven points of damage. And you're taking ongoing poison uh, for five. Save ends. You're not going to turn into a zombie, right? 
No guarantees. He might be a scaled And you notice the other one. So you notice that these two are pretty fast, which is surprising to you. uh, And that the zombie is kind of going uh, lumbering toward you. And now we'll roll for initiative. Oh, yay. Let me just uh, set up my cards. Is everyone rolling in the thingy here? Let's see. Astron has got a nine. Oh, poor Astron. Astron, you'll be happy to know that you go before the zombie, though. Yay! I got an 18, so I can stumble into the wall before anybody else can move. Uh, Ketchka, you've got good job. Plus, uh, plus two, so 20. That is wow. Ragdar got a four. (laughs) Show some initiative, man. I'm blind and fighting an urn. (laughs) It's not shameful to fight an urn, it's only shameful to lose to an urn. So let's just recap where everyone is and what's happening. And I've got a 15. 15, Yep, I got you in the order. Okay, so uh, Ragdar is blinded by an urn. Uh, Ketchka is blinded by an urn, but he's slightly further Black away from the urn. By an urn. Uh, Anna is uh, furthest away from the room, but she can see what's going on because of her creepy disembodied eye. Line of sight. <laughs> Carlos is uh, right at the entrance to this room that has this strange, uneven, flickering light that's coming from these uh, braziers, uh, which looks normal, but the light looks weird. Uh, and Asteron, our minotaur of action is uh, surrounded by two scaled guardians, and uh, he is got some kind of weird icon on his uh, avatar. I was to remind me that I was poisoned, right? Ah, uh, yes, you are, and you're taking five ongoing poison. Yeah, great. You're welcome. And now it is uh, the scaled guardians go again. Uh, so they are going to attack uh, the only person that is currently within their reach. And who is suffering from poison. And they both hit. Uh, and they are doing something called... Uh, oh, wait. Actually, they can't do this here because you haven't taken the ongoing five damage yet. Aha! So they are just going to bite you normally. Oh, good. <laughs> That's much better. Uh, well, it's much less damage. That's what I like to say. Uh, three. Can still be annoying. It's true. So you take seven points of damage. And they bite you again. Arr. Kachka, you are blind. I'm blind! It is your your turn. It is my turn, okay. Yes. Uh, So I assume I can hear the source of the scuffle that is going on around the corner there. You you can hear that a scuffle is going on. Yes, there's scuffling afoot. It is echoey uh, in these uh, underground tombs. All right, well, uh, I'm going to... First of all, I'm going to start singing my Scald's Aura... Obviously, I cannot play my guitar while blinded. I probably could, but... So, uh, okay. So I'll launch into that. And uh, I'm going to try to stumble a little ways, like maybe a square or two, closer to where the action is so that people can actually make use of it. Okay. So uh, should I roll something to determine if I go in the right direction? Uh, yes. We'll say 50-50. All right. So uh, higher is you go in the right direction, lower is you do not. It is a 15. Well, then you are going in the right direction. All right, I'm going to move two squares in that direction there. All right, and if that's all you're doing at the end of your turn, you can roll to save versus your blindness. Beautiful. So all you need is over a 10. Just a straight roll. And that is a 20. 
All right. You so now are, I can see better you, than I could see before. You can, exactly. You no longer need those contact lenses. Ren. Yes. Um, well, I can see from there. I don't think I can. I'm trying to remember how ranged my. Yeah, I think I'm 10 away, right? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Um, I am going to go ahead and use. Well, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on this guy right here. Um, and I'm going to use Hand of Blight on Hand him. Hand of Blight. Yes. Hand of Blight. Um, we'll see if it does anything. Does a 16 versus Fortitude hit? Uh, you are hitting a Scaled Guardian, is that right? Yeah. 16 versus Fortitude does hit. Hooray! All right. Well, then he's going to take some damage. Um, because he's cursed, he's going to take 2d6. Is this on Plus one or two? One. All right. D8. Oof. First blood for the good guys. Well, unless you count and Astron's blood dripping. I'm going to actually add in an extra D8 <laughs> to spend my that. sorcerer's pack. <laughs> so he takes 21. 21 damage. All right. He um, was not a fan of that. Too bad. And, <laughs> oh, it's so sad. And he is uh, bloodied. Let's put a little red thing there. Yay! All right. Anything else? No, I'm good. I'm happy staying where I am. Uh, I think uh, the eye disappears. Oh, at this the point. eye is gone. We'll put it over here. Goodbye, eye. Carlos. Yes. Your your comrade in arms is being uh, eaten in front of your very eyes. I'm uh, going to move to one of the uh, uh, guardian dudes. Okay. And uh, I'm going to assume my... Um, Mobile blade stance. Oh. And attack. Go for with, it. With dice. <laughs> well, 20. You use your Natural 20. Nice. Yay. That's the first roll on those dice, isn't it? That it the second. Oh. oh. I had yeah, initiative. You had to roll initiative. That's true. So, you so do... that means max damage, right? It does. So that's 19 damage. All right. And it uh, is you, you cut it in half and it dies again <laughs> raw and uh and now with uh since i was using the mobile blade i will uh move uh over over here um there okay so as you do that uh, uh does a 17 versus fortitude hit you no it doesn't no so you feel something happen, but nothing. Uh, you feel like a weird uh, curdling in your stomach, uh, but you don't take any damage. Was it? Was it? Uh, did it have something related to the strange lighting in the room? Were they, they continuous or were they unrelated? Uh, they seem unrelated. All right. All That's right. a whole other problem. We'll have it's to. A, deal it's with. another thing <laughs> that uh, will become apparent probably. Uh, Astron. Well, as a warden, I get to save against one effect at the beginning of my turn. So I will attempt oh. to save against being poisoned before I am poisoned. I save against being poisoned, so I take no damage. Oh, very nice. Uh, which is great. Uh, I'm not dead. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> 
Um, and then I will turn on this guy right here, who is next to me, and attempt a weight of earth attack on him. Okay. Rah, 25. Well, that will hit. Excellent. It was against AC. He'll take right. damage. He'll take 10 damage. All right. Uh, and he is marked. Good. Um, and I think I am done. All right. The zombie goes. And it is going to... Actually. He is going to shamble over to Carlos and attempt to grab him. I think. Is he going to try and do that? No, he's not. He's going to try and slam you. Uh, 14 versus AC probably does not hit, Carlos. No, it does not. So he, he tries to slam his body into you, but he misjudges because he's a zombie and they're not great at judging distances, and he misses. Regdar, you are blind. All right. Um, well, I'm not going to open that urn again. Um, <laughs> Why not? You're already blind. Do it. I would like to stumble really good down the it. hallway. Uh, thankfully, I was right up against the wall in the corner there, unlike yep. my friend Katya, who was, you know, who knows where with that stick. So I'd like to follow the hallway um, in the direction of the commotion. All right. And peek around the corner here. Okay. Um, you, still, you still can't say anything because you're blind. But okay. Um, <laughs> Peeking maybe not your best. Yeah. Well, low, low peak score. Check this out. I'd like to shoot a magic missile into that room. Okay. Here's the thing about magic missile. I can't miss you because can't it's magic. Miss, but you have to see the target. Uh, Dan, make a noise, and then I'll shoot near you. <laughs> to my left! <laughs> Your left or my zap? <laughs> Which left? <laughs> Uh, is it true that I can't see I can't see any targets when I am blinded? Um, that, so I can't, uh, I can't even... That's I can't. kind of the definition of blinded. blinded. I wasn't sure if I just took a major penalty to shooting uh, at No, the, the, uh, under I looked up a blinded. Yes, you can't and, see uh, or shoot. Says, that is a major penalty. The first bullet under blinded is the creature can't see. Okay. Which Ooh. means the targets have total concealment against it. Hmm. Which is only a minus five penalty, technically. Minus five is pretty bad at this level, though. Sure. Is this is this rules lawyering? Is this what I'm seeing here? Yes. It well, is. I, 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 I am not. pointing out a yes. <laughs> rules yes. law. Well, here you go. So magic missiles, you don't need to roll because it, it is predicated on the fact that you can see your target, and if you can see your target, you can never miss your target. Uh, so, for example, if uh, Tony were at the end of a hallway and he knew a bad guy was around the corner, could he cast magic missile and have it turn around the corner? No. I would rule no. Okay, so I'm there. Uh, probably can't do much else since the whole blinded situation. But, you but can that roll. seems like that seems good. I'm no longer next to that urn. Open the um, urn again. Maybe they'll no. fall. Maybe you'll no. kill them. Gotcha. Like, you like, like amnesia well Gilligan's Island. Time. You just have Kachka, to get in the head with a coconut can, again. You can open your urn a second time first. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I would like to save against being. Uh, am I am I currently poisoned? Is that or blinded? You are poisoned. And. You are... Are you poisoned as well? I don't no, think I'm just, poisoned. You are just blinded. By the arrow. I got a three. Uh, you continue to be poisoned. Uh, blinded. You are not poisoned, though. And wrapped right. up like the douche. Good news, bad news. You're blind, but you're not poisoned. All right. I'll just say... I'll, I'm going to say the most comforting thing I can say to my friends. I can hear you guys over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
It's good to know. And so the scaled guardian goes, uh, and it, it has developed a taste for Minotaur, so <laughs> it's going to continue to gnaw on your oh. Minotaur friend uh, and hit again. Uh, so, Dan, you take uh, eight points of damage this time. We get a particularly good bite there. Uh, and once again, you feel poison coursing through your Minotaur veins. Oh. Uh, so you have ongoing five poison damage. Great. I <laughs> am bloodied. Oh. <clears throat> Something happened when you are bloodied? No. Yes, blood courses out yes. of me. <laughs> poison, being poison blood. Oh dear! Some zombies don't, don't lick that boy. Uh, Kachka, you can see. You were once blind. I can see. You can see. I was blind, but now I can see. It's a miracle. Uh, miracle. All right. Uh, am I close enough to the corner here that I don't need to move to uh, launch some cutting words, or do I have to step? Uh, up? I guess it doesn't really matter. One square. All right. I will step one square into the hallway. I'm now around the corner. And oh, look at that! A scaled guardian is attacking my minotaur friend. That is that's that's, right. that's unacceptable. Could you see it from there? Thusly, can I? Uh, yeah. I can step closer. You can you can step wherever you like. I'm going to step right there. If I can see him, I'm going to uh, I'm going to send some cutting words his way. All right. As if there's one thing a scaled guardian hates, it's an insult. It's true. All They're right. very particular about their scales. And I get a 12 plus 6, 18 v. Will. 18 versus Will. Will, in fact, it it will. It will. So that does 1d8 plus 4 damage, which is a 10. All right. It is bloodied. And uh, pull is optional, right? Or do I have to pull him? Uh, well, it's, op- it's always it optional. optional. Yes. All right. Uh, then I think I will. Um, Could pull him away. I'm, I might pull him the two squares north of where he is, so that he can stop gnawing on my friend the tour there. So there. But he's still a little ways away from me. That's perfect. That's right where I want him. Right next to the brazier. Uh, uh, actually, could I could I chuck him in into the brazier with a pull? No, that's not. That's no. away from me. You can. Ah well. And no, it does not. Okay. Uh, and I believe that does it for me. All right. Yeah. Anna. All your... right. I'm going to dispatch with another. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, wait. I can see Catch the zombie. doing something. Uh, I have uh, a minor action here that I can use, which is thought projection, oh, in which right. I convey either an image or a message of 10 words or fewer. Apparently, there's a character limit uh, to each target. <laughs> It's a mental tweet. Could I project an image of the enemy to Tony so that on his next turn he could launch a magic missile? Uh, well, you could... That would let Tony know what the enemy looks like. I want to basically... Well, but it's it will not... Image, it it's, I want to give him an image of the entire room and his relation to it. Like a map <laughs> from above. Yes. So if you climbed above, if you climb on the roof, the ceiling... And uh, look down. You could probably do that, um, but uh, that's a no. Then is what you're saying. That that is a no. Okay. But points for creativity. Oh boy. Damn. All right. Those points are not redeemable. Do not count. try it. Rules were. Everybody, this is now. You guys, uh, the uh, I think that uh, t- uh, Steve and Jason have graduated into being 
true D&D players. Ta-da! Now we have no excuse. Asking these ridiculous questions about... I think the key was... That's not ridiculous. That's a great idea. When he tried to use a stick to open an urn, I feel like... (laughs) crossing point. That is true. You have leveled up in life. Yeah. All right. The number of things uh, I've seen players try to do with a rope. Who, apparently, people who have never handled a rope in real life have <laughs> no idea of the physical limitations. It's, it's of magic rope. rope. Yeah. Anna, you can see a zombie. Uh, you can see. Uh, well, you can't see the others. You know that there is a scaled guardian who is still alive, or well, still un- undead, still moving around. Let's say, uh, but you can't see him or her. I'm not uh, sexist. I can't hear what you're saying, though, because I think you've been muted. You've been Google hey, muted. Hey, look at that. Google oh, muted. Go. I, I was saying that I will ignore the ambitiously gendered scaled guardian and instead <laughs> focus my attack on the zombie. All right. um, ambitiously gendered. So it's many ambiguously. gendered. Ambiguously. Okay, all right. I, I like ambitiously <laughs> gendered. I think that's really exciting. Ambitiously gendered is more hilarious than what I actually it's said. true. In the, the Zen diagram of gender. <laughs> the Zen <laughs> Just the one circle. <laughs> That's right. Oh boy! All the jokes. All right. Um. So I'm gonna do another gonna... hand of blight. Oh, all right. You have a lot of blighty hands. I do. Well, it's it's fun and it does uh, it does something that I forgot. So that's a twenty-one versus fortitude. Uh, that will hit. Hooray! Um. So again, it's uh two d six or no shoot. I'm gonna curse him before I do that. It's just a minor action. All right. Um, I'll, I'll curse you! So 2d6 plus 1d8 plus 5. Um, so that's 18 damage. And in addition to that, um, he grants, they, zombie, grants combat advantage until the end of my next turn. 18 damage. All right. So get to stabbing. Slowly, the zombie slowly steps. Uh, it, 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 stab it is, the zombie. Don't let the zombie stab things. Oh, that's right. The zombie is not looking great, yeah. but it, it is not bloodied as of yet. Carlos, you are standing next to uh, a dead scaled guardian and uh, an alive and kicking zombie who seems to want to attack you. But it's your turn, so I can't. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack that guy with my. Uh, um, my Battle Wrath Stance, which gives me a power bonus if I hit, and I'm going to use my Tri-Call, my Mighty Mighty Tri-Call, and I, I have a... Well, that die was really good with a 20, and now it's a 1. So, uh, well, once again, more like it's a season now. Creatures. Another... Yeah, it's in its startup uh, testing phase. That's right. That's right. So with a, a Mighty Swing, you miss the zombie. Who... Uh, well, yeah. No need to... Uh, labor the point. He missed horribly. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to actually, I'm going to do um, well, no, that's all I'm going to do right now. I'm just going to get killed by the zombie instead, but that's uh, his turn. Not mine. Ironic, isn't it? Yeah. That's right. Okay, so happens. Astron! Uh, Dave versus well, Poison. I am Poison, so I will save against that off the top. That I did not save against, so I will uh, take five, five points of damage. Points of damage. I've been better. <laughs> um, You've got a scale guardian, uh, a couple squares from you, uh, a zombie. You're Steve, equidistant. Steve, am I actually. right that you wanted to keep that uh, scale that that guy up there next to his brazier? 
Uh, I just was pulling him away from you so he'd stop gnawing on you. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I need to be next to the guy. So what I'm going to do is use Thorn Strike against... I'm going to use it against the zombie, though. Ooh. Well, should I, should I focus on the zombie? I don't know. Zombie has combat advantage, and then... Oh, great. Fight. I'm going to use that, then. All right. So yeah. Thorn Strike is a melee two. So I'm going to roll it right. on on that guy, zombie. And I have combat advantage, so that's actually a 17. 17, yes. Versus, Versus AC. AC. That hits. Great. So he gets pulled next to me. Oh. And I now have combat advantage on him until the end of my next turn. And he is marked by me. Does he take any damage? He does take some damage. He takes nine damage. Nine damage. And he is bloodied. Haha. <laughs> And I will save again at the end of my turn against being oh, poisoned. Oh, look at you, fancy and I pants. failed again. Oh. <laughs> yes, we need new robo dice. My robo dice were fine, except for that. So, yes, that's that's not good. Uh, and now it's the zombie's turn. The zombie has been uh, forcefully moved, and it's marked, so it feels the the need to attack the minotaur. Uh, so it will. <laughs> This may simple, have been an ill-conceived plan. A simple thing, the zombie is. And so, 17 versus AC? That is exactly my AC, unfortunately. Uh, all right, so the zombie slams its body into you, and you take ooh, uh, 16 points of damage. 16, you say? 16, one six. I am unconscious. Are you at zero hit I'm points? at negative three. All right, so just as, as your body, Astron is oh, slammed wait. by the zombie. Yes. Good news, though. Uh, All right. Since I am a minotaur, when I'm reduced to zero hit points, I get to make a melee basic attack. Ah, all right. Well, then make that melee basic attack. Out of fury. And then I will, anger. I, will, I will share an important message for the rest of the party. All right, so I swing out. As I fall down, I swing my maul at the zombie say, that has Remember me. me always. Remember the Astron. <laughs> And I roll an 11, which is... Oh, and you you miss. But it was... It looked great, though. It did look really cool. So as your body uh, drops to the floor, uh, seemingly dead... Uh, although you've, you've, you've seen this before. You've seen this before, so you know he's not dead. However, what you haven't seen before is when uh, his body falls to the floor, usually a wraith-like being does not materialize out of his body. Uh, but in this case, it does... And so, over Astron, I'm not actually going to put it over Astron, a, a wraith appears that is very wispy. So, we'll just say it's <laughs> standing next to Astron's body. I, I rolled up a wraith. I'm now playing a wraith. And Dan, was that was like, very proactive of you. Yeah. And it gets its own initiative. So now there's a wraith there. And the zombie is done. Regdar, you are still blind. You got a picture from Ketchka of what the battlefield looks like. So, you know, uh, pre-Astron uh, falling unconscious and a wraith materializing. You kind of knew the lay of the land. Maybe I even hear and smell that uh, scale guardian that is somewhat not far from me. Yes, you, you can sense that uh, the undead, uh, the, the unhealthy smell of corruption is closer to you than it was before. Magic missile in that direction. Okay. Uh, you hit nothing. 
I would like to roll against perhaps not being blinded. <laughs> All right. Uh, I rolled a 16. I all right, you are no longer blinded. All right. And now all of your, your magic missiles will hit once again. Yeah, good. Good times. <laughs> uh, now the scaled guardian goes, and it is going to... Uh, how fast are these guys? So, one, two... Uh, I'm just going to go here. It's going to attack Carlos. And what is it going to do? It's going to bite you. Bite, bite, bite. And miss you. I'm assuming a 12 misses. Is that right? And no bite for you. He, he, he leans in to bite you, and he bites uh, your armor instead, and uh, one of his undead teeth falls out. Kachka, you yes. can see. You can see that Regdar is now, uh, appears to have been, appears to see as well, because he's reacting to things that he wasn't reacting to before. All right. I can stop sending him those filthy thoughts then. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and you see that uh, your your Minotaur friend uh, has fallen, yes, and uh, in I'm his shocked. place, a wraith, a, ris- a mist wraith, which is difficult to say, uh, has arisen. Interesting. Uh, remind me again, what are my options as far as stabilizing this poor Minotaur? Uh, well, you could cast some sort of magical healing. Yes, uh, I have you could none use. Of that. Use a potion of healing if you have yeah, one of those. I have none of that. Uh, you could run in and do a heal check, though you'd need to be standing next to him. Right. Uh, uh, you could find a cleric, I suppose, mm. uh, although they don't exist in Athos, so that would be difficult. Would be uh, a difficult yes. <laughs> I don't trust the bard. Find me a cleric. <laughs> find me a real doctor. <laughs> I have a bard, not a cleric. Uh, and that's no, as, really... as part of my aura... Uh, it does say you or any ally can use a minor action to allow an adjacent ally to spend a healing surge. Does that count people who are lying unconscious? Yes, absolutely. It, I will say it does. So okay. on, on Although ask. Carlos would probably have to do that unless you wanted to run in. That's true. Which you could do. Um, yeah. So you could stand no, adjacent I, to him and then let him use one of your healing surges. I think own, I'm going whatever. to uh, send that thought... It's oh. a minor. Over to Carlos. To Carlos. Hey, dude. Right. Uh, make use of this melodious song I am singing for you. And uh, now you know stabilize. that using the healing surge is your action, right? So Carlos would not be able to attack, and he is. No, it is a minor, according to this. What does it? It says you can give them says, as a minor. You or any ally can use a minor action to allow ah. an adjacent ally to spend. Well, the then never surge. mind. So. I let him know that as well start paying attention. in 10 words or fewer. Uh, yes. Well, he's seen you use this before, so you, you have some kind of secret language that... Uh, I got the skull. I see the skull door happening. I know what right it on. means. Oh, see? Look at that. He's got it. Skull uh, Are you going to do anything else other than yeah. whisper uh, I'm, your Well, I'm going to send those, those thoughts. Those thoughts. Those, mm-hmm. And that's and, a minor, uh, right? Yes. Yes, it you is. You can move. You can do an action. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut some words again. Oh, against whom? Uh, oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Okay. Uh, I'm going to actually do a... Hang on. Hang on! Ah! <laughs> I'm going to send a staggering note. Oh, this is new. To uh, to this uh, the scaled guardian over here. Oh, all right. Which is a plus six V will. That's exciting. I don't know what a staggering note does. That is an 18 V will. Uh, that will hit. All right. That does uh, That does four thunder damage. Ooh, thunder. 
and I push the target two squares. So I'm going to push him. Oh, oh I don't very know. Pushy. I'm going to push him uh, to the. That would be diagonal, I suppose. Some way to the other side of Carlos, or at least away from the Minotaur, so he can't be chewed like, on. Like that? Uh, sure. Or you and, could push him... I suppose you could push him over here. I just, just want fewer people that are in immediate proximity to uh, <laughs> to Carlos there. And, uh, and as a free action, an ally of my choice, and I choose Carlos, uh, <gasps> can make a melee basic attack against the target before, after, or during this forced movement. Oh, so you get a free right. shot at him. So before. Yep, so just Sweet. roll and then your weapon damage and a strength bonus if you have one, which I think you do. If you hit. Uh, yeah, but I only rolled a 10. Uh, a 10 does not hit. So you, you your weapon bounces off their armor as it's being pushed uh, away towards the wall. But, good news, you're not surrounded by undead anymore. <laughs> Well, one less undead, I suppose. <laughs> it's good. So now it is the Wraith's turn. And what is it going to do? What is it going to do? Well, it's just gonna it's gonna float over here and attack uh good old Carlos. So it is uh looking like it's coming in to envelop you in its uh cold wraith arms and give you a, a caress. Uh, 14 versus Reflex, Carlos. You take 4 necrotic damage, and you're slowed until the Wraith's next turn. And, uh... That's Scott for you, always playing the Wraith card. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, since the Wraith appeared when the Minotaur went down, maybe if you wake him up, the Wraith will go away. Oh. Yeah, that sounds surprisingly easy and probably not the what happens. <laughs> Anna, it is your turn. It's what so I, I would do if I was a DM, I'm just saying. Well, you're not. A wraith <laughs> has appeared uh, above uh, Astaroth's unconscious body. It is uh, pumping out blood as we speak. Uh, a wraith or my body? Uh, your unconscious body. Okay, just checking. Uh, and also, uh, leaning above his body is a zombie. Uh, next to the zombie is Carlos, who was just hugged in a death's embrace by our uh, wispy wraith. Uh, and you can't see the other scaled guardian, but frankly, you, you, it doesn't saw... sound that imposing when you call it a wispy wraith. Well, uh, it was pushed away, so you can't see the other scaled guardian, but you know it's still there. So you can see a zombie and a wraith. Well, I feel like I probably shouldn't attack the wraith, given that it may or may not be Astaroth. Um, so zombie it is. Zombie. Zombie. Um, <laughs> And let's see, what's the rule with uh, Warlock's Curse? Nearest foe you can see. Do we do we call him Astaroth when he's unconscious? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, I can't cast... I've only... Let's see, wait. Is this is the zombie in front of me, not the... Not that the is the zombie, correct. Oh, good. So I've already cast the curse on him, so he's... Yes, it is already cursed. He is cursed, so... It's, it's an accursed I attack, zombie. I can attack the accursed zombie with extra... Extra damage. Um, let's do an Eldritch Blast. Why not? Sounds like a good warlock thing to do. Yeah. Especially seems, on a cursed opponent. Seems like the right... Uh, no. No, not the right thing to do. I got a oh, nine. No. Well, a nine... Zombies are fairly easy to hit, but a nine is... Uh, not so much. Not, not that easy. All right. They're well, slow, but not that slow. 
Anna shakes her head and shakes her fist and goes back to trying to cast off. Actually, well, maybe she'll walk a couple of couple paces closer, but no closer Ooh, than that. Getting close to the action. Carlos, you've yes. been slowed. What does that mean? So your speed is two. He was already uh, pretty slow. Oh, yeah. That's true. And, All right. Uh, you can't. You don't get any benef- benefits. Really? Wh- where were you going? It's all right. Really all that happens. <laughs> I'm. I am. Uh, so I. I can roll a heal check on the Minotaur, right? And using you can. S- you can use a minor action and give the Minotaur a healing surge. Oh, even, even better. Even better. I do. That's my minor then. Yay. <laughs> Minotaur. And uh, then I will uh, attack the guy to my east. Okay. The zombie. The zombie. And that's a 19. That will hit. Oh, good. I get to use my D10 now. That's exciting. Yay! <laughs> First time. And it's, and it's a 10, so it's 19. Oh. Ah, nice D10. He's a uh, weighted die. And uh, you... You'll be a one uh, the next time. <laughs> you, you, much like the scaled guardian that you encountered earlier, you, you cut this thing in half, and it crumbles to the ground. Yay! Okay. First time. Uh, anything else, Carlos? I so so nothing happened to the wraith after we after I healed the Minotaur. Uh, nope. It seems to have happened. It's still still hanging out there, huh? It's still still wraithy and wispy. Still wispy and wraithy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> then I have nothing more to do but prepare right. for attacks. So. Uh, you feel you have that feeling in your your the pit of your stomach again, and this time it's accompanied by seven points of damage. And Stop killing things! You You're only hurting yourself. Are you feel like you are uh, banded in uh, bands of magic that are restraining you? Uh, so you are both currently you are both slowed and restrained. Uh, and you cannot move from where you are. But hmm. it has something not. to do with the Braziers. <laughs> uh, let's see what happens with the strange. You can't move unless you teleport. You can't be pulled, pushed, or slid. You grant combat advantage, and you take a negative two penalty to all your attack rolls. That seems bad. Oh, it is bad, Dan. It is. Tune in next time for another edition of the Incomparables Total Party Kill Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TPKill, or visit us on our website, theincomparable.com slash TPK. 